y'all, and welcome to another episode of the Very Pointed Tone Cast with me, your host, Senric, and your other lovely host, Jigglypuff Daddy. Please sit down for a dramatic reading of a tweet that I was requested to do. I was requested to sing it, but I won't. Oh, yeah. Come on, come on, come on. Let's do it. I'm here for it. Let's roll. roll. Let's fucking Wait, roll. I said I'd do it in like a Cock Destroyer accent, right? Um, oh, my God. oh, my God. Okay, this is going to be amazing. Come on, y'all. Everybody sit down. I'm a total burrito for burritos, a whore for rice and cheese, a slot for corn and beans, a tart for tortilla wraps, and no loads refused and on a sap cum dump for sour cream. Jigglypuff Daddy. Slag Wars, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright strike. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> listen, that show is dead. They can't copyright strike us. You know, nobody is working on, the, on that it's anymore. Not, I mean, the show is dead. The relationship is dead. One of Sophie's tits is dead. Um, <laughs> not Sophie's tit. That's, that's depression, babes. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Miss Sophie Anderson. That was worse than this fucking episode of Drag Race. Rotted. <laughs> But most importantly, sis, do you remember the Alamo? That's a reference to our last episode for the two people who've listened to it. Do you remember the Alamo? (laughs) (sighs) I mean, I don't, but do you? (laughs) I I wasn't there, if you're asking that. I mean, I'm old enough that I probably was. (laughs) Even you're not old enough. Sell that to my lower back and my ischias nerve. She do got the nerve. In pain. <laughs> she do got the nerve. It's pinched. <laughs> she do got nerve damage. <laughs> it do take nerve. Uh, Speaking of nerve, they had a lot of nerve with this episode. Because honestly, at one point, I'm like, um, whoever gave these bitches acting lessons, I one star review on Yelp. Everyone was just aimlessly like looking around. Like one or two of them understood what the camera is. This was so bad that legitimately... <laughs> this isn't um, the first season's what happened. <laughs> n- Mama, not even the first season was this bad. <gasps> like, legitimately, the acting challenge in season two, and even your return to Uranus and Uranus is burning in season three was fucking better than whatever the fuck this was. Uh-huh. But we'll get to it. Let's go through it in the order of things happening. Oh yeah, let's let's do it. First of all, nobody went home last week because well, Isis went home, but Isis said bye, bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, these lips were made for walking, and I'm walking out. Good for you, Isis. I hope. I think they're back on Twitter as well. Oh, that is so nice because they also yeah. posted a thing there like a couple of days before the episode aired about like, hey, I've given you all so much. Why do you keep being awful and to the, me? And uh, now they're back, pretty much saying fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you for making me feel bad. I'm just like, yes! Good! Yes! Because ISIS is spectacular, and the haters can rot in fucking hell. But just remember to tune into the podcast while you're rotting. I mean, this is playing on repeat in hell. It's part of the torture. (laughs) My dad jokes. The torture in hell is every time you want to eat or drink anything, you have to activate your um, point redemption for a dad joke 50 times. Oh, so you're in hell. 
basically. Because uh-huh. you're the only one that does, yes. does that. <laughs> and I always leave. I never want to hear the joke. <laughs> oh, but you always do. You so- you find ways sometimes. Oh, trust me. Oh, you think I actually watch the clips? Oh, bold of you to assume that this is the only... <laughs> bold of you to make other people assume that this is the only time we speak. Huh? <laughs> I actually don't know you. Um, We met through... um. Desperate podcast host looking for other more desperate co-host.com. Yeah. <laughs> you you were you were anon mic up, no recordings refuse. <laughs> <laughs> Not anon mic up. <laughs> no vocal loads refused. <laughs> no vocaloids refused. You just love to get pegged by Hatsune. <laughs> That's the first sound she made. Well, that's the See, sound this is you a made joke about her, her, her name meaning. I mean, that. that's that's the sound you made when all 10 inches just slid right in. Um, Are you saying Hatsune Miku is 10 inch top? Yes. <gasps> Finally, face reveal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> face, face, face. She gives face. Digital face. <laughs> I mean, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, so... This is this is a legitimate question before we move on with this episode. Oh no. Does Hatsune Miku count as the first AI um AI artist? No, because there's no AI involved. But she was a singer. There's no AI involved. It's um the way that a vocaloid works, it's like a um a synthesizer. You hit the note I, and a specific sound comes out. I cannot believe that Hatsune Miku was the first AI bandit. No. She has led the charge of AI. She steals from other musicians. I cannot believe she is the owner of Lenza. They have made Vocaloids based on DC singers who could not consent. Tonza. She made Tonza. <laughs> anyway. Yes, yes, I know. Thank, thank you for listening to the very point of Tonecast. Oh, you're gonna leave. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly too lazy and exhausted, exhausted to do all that, so thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. TLDR, he's never leaving me. No, I'm not. Because he knows I'll get the brain cell in the custody battle. I'm, we'll try to sue each other, and our brain cell will just get so sad. And but then ima- our brain cell will file for emancipation. But imagine that, imagine if we did, it would be the most fabulous episode of Judge Judy ever. I mean, now it's Judy Justice. Judge Judy was cancelled. Oh, well, either way, it will be the most fabulous episode of Judy, Rudy, Hootie, Patootie. Judy Giuliani. <laughs> Imagine we accidentally get the wrong Judy. Judy Gorland. <laughs> Speaking uh, to us through a Vocaloid because she kind of dead. No, we'll just get Jinx. That works. I mean, she's still dead. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a live kind of dead. The kind of dead that won't get you busted for necrophilia. Okay, let's just move on from that. <laughs> T minus seven minutes to necrophilia. Is that a new record? I don't know. Did you did you have a necrophilia chart? <laughs> of course you'd go for her because she's a ginger. I mean, <laughs> if you have a type, you have a type. <laughs> Why do you think corgis are my favorite dogs? They're ginger dogs. I love them to bits. What? <laughs> a lot of corgis are very ginger dogs, and I fucking love them. Those floofy bread rolls. Oh, I would burn the world. Don't make me hungry. Oh yeah, because I'm the one making you hungry. 
anyway, <laughs> we're both we're both fat and we're both hungry, mm-hmm. and that's why we're good friends. And this this is as we're talking about the first no not the first drag race season but the first non UK drag race season where fat girl might win. <laughs> oh my god! Actually, was there? Ba- oh no, there was a fat winner in Thailand. Okay, the first Rita Bag in Americas. The first Americas drag race. <laughs> Rita Bag in a fat suit. I was she, thinking she borrows the Chandelas and hopes for the best. Mm. Anyway, so the main challenge this week is to act. And honestly, what the Spy Queens. Spy Queens. Is this episode mm-hmm. named Spy Queens? We're gonna call it Spy, Spy Queens, Queens for once you know. And there's no mini challenge fan. I mean, me. I've known for like two or three episodes this season. Yeah, because they're all just literally named after what the challenge is called. And I still know them, bitch. Is that really an achievement, though, or is that the bare of the bare minimum? I don't know. You're used to the bare minimum. How does it feel like? I'm barely even a bear. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, true, you had, like, two chest hairs. Yeah, I don't have enough chest hair for that. (laughs) You're like... I... you're, You're not even a twunk. No, I'd need at least one muscle. Anywho, we do like each other. <laughs> I swear. Don't call the cops. Listen, I didn't even read you for being into Justin Trudeau today yet. It's fine. You will read me when I start drooling over Brad Goreski again. <laughs> God, remember that time when Justin Trudeau was like under fire for obvious corruption and he shut down the entire government so they couldn't investigate him? Oh, <laughs> shut down my government, daddy. He, oh. shut, he shut down the Canadian government because they were going to investigate him for corruption. And that's how he managed to shut down the investigation. <laughs> Invade my Congress like January Wait, 6th, daddy. Why, oh, why are you even allowed to do that? <laughs> Imagine if that was a line in bed. Invade my Congress like it's January 6th, daddy. Ooh. January 6th, the new season of Drag Race and the hit film Megan. Or, as we like to call it, uh, the pinnacle of movies. Pinnacle of cinematic universes everywhere. The MCU is now Megan Cinematic Universe. I would prefer that. Mm. Less Tony Stark, more Megan. Talking about bad films, Spy Queens. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, so first... We have to. Because Victoria has to pick the roles, and there is a little bit of drama, mama, llama, ding, dong, um, about these roles. But honestly, I don't care what the fuck they would have picked, because... There was, there was no saving this train wreck. Which is odd because there's a bunch of queens who are... Victoria who literally good. goes, like, I was trained for mm-hmm. acting. Which and also like we, makes me think that the material sucked ass. Oh, the material sucked ass. The staging sucked ass. The blocking of all of this sucked ass. Here's the thing. They're always, they always want to do film challenges, but they direct them in a sitcom-style set with often one camera to the side. So it's all staged like a theater show, but they wanted to be like those are different challenges. No, but like <laughs> this was so this was legitimately god awful. I somewhere between the really weird looking outfits where to honestly Victoria and Raja kind of knocked it the fuck out of the park. Oh yeah, I mean this is the kind of look that you know Raja's gonna suffer yeah. in. Like to the incredibly shaky premise to the Let's face it, piss poor delivery of every line. Mm-hmm. Um, to all the confusion about where to look and where to direct your lines to. and uh, but I'm starting to understand why Broadway telling, had to shut down. 
if they're telling them if you're if you're telling them like this is a like TV movie challenge, like a film content challenge, and the problem is that Vanity keeps looking at the actual person she's talking to, there should be a camera picking up that angle because for film and for TV, you don't turn to the fucking audience. <laughs> Like, that is not Vanity's uh, mistake. That is a production mistake. This was, like, normally you can say, oh, Emery, you're so critical. You're so critical and you're so mean and you're so this and you're so dad. Yes, but I just say, all of that. Up, Andre. Um, <laughs> this was bad. Like, here's the thing. I've acted myself once, so I know what was bad high school too? Looks. No. Oh. It was actually um, secondary school. So I know what bad acting is like because I have done it, bitch. Mm-hmm. Imagine I was in a Halloween play. I forgot all my lines. I didn't realize that I should have just improvised. And I just st- stood up and sat down and embarrassed myself. Oh, sis, that's so cute. That's so cute. But honestly, when you're 10 or 11, you want you hate the world and you just want to you know get swallowed up and die. Mm-hmm. And I f- still think um, I did better than these bitches because at least I knew when to shut up. I think... Fi- Oh, you're bringing back memories with me. Also, like forgetting my lines in a in a school play. I was the lead role. <laughs> oh, see, <laughs> I was see. actually the lead role every time because I was the only faggot. Mama, it was a Halloween play, and I was Dracula. I was I was supposed to be like weirdly heterosexual at eleven. Mm-hmm. May- maybe that was just my defense. Maybe my brain would have said, "No, we're gonna shut this down so you can go on your faggot growth journey." Ah, uh, yes, because nothing is less faggoty than performing in fear, uh, in outfits on a stage. Well, when you're supposed to seductively bite the neck of a girl. Okay, but Dracula is like one of the most queer-coded characters in history. Honey, there was nothing queer or coded. <laughs> we didn't have computers. It wasn't queer, it, was, it wasn't coded, it was boring, and it was bloated, because, you know, I'm fat. Mm. Um, we're allowed to make those jokes y'all are not <laughs> i mean you can make those jokes i'll just make you wish you know hey. you'd never crawled out of the first primordial muck don't talk about brooklyn heights like that <laughs> honestly with that look she had on today i'm gonna talk about her any goddamn way i wish <laughs> that was she was trying to be mortician but something did not work <laughs> she, she was it was less mortician and more mortician I think it's just I wanted the, to die. the makeup just kind of made her look dead because the rest of it was Actually, good. Actually, made her look like a burnt fucking wooden doll. Because like the dress and the hair were actually good. It's just something about the makeup. Maybe it was I the lighting. I love how we completely skipped. Oh yeah, we skipped the challenge. We're on the runway. This, I'm sorry. There are a lot of like you can talk about a lot of things really, but when it comes to this challenge, you know they look like the weirdest girl group I have ever seen in my life. It's a complete mishmash. Um, I don't know why Rita tried to be full on B. Arthur, but Mama, you're not because B. she's Arthur. always full on B. Arthur. You're not Rita B. Arthur. <laughs> Rita Bag Arthur. Like you're an old bag. You're not B. Arthur. Nobody this... can ever be B. Arthur. Oh, no, because she's literally. Dead. Well, mm-hmm. yes. Also, she's my favorite actress of all time. I fucking love that woman. Um. So, yeah, honestly, some, somewhere between the Real Housewives taglines as they entered, which, congratulations, y'all have made Portia Williams look like a poet laureate. Mm. 
Yeah, honestly, this challenge, like, like, it was bad, but I really don't blame the girls for, like, Imagine being shown up by the girl that thought the Underground Railroad was an actual train. Excuse me, what? Yeah, that's the level of how bad these intro lines were. Like, Everything I've ever learned about any housewife has been against my wishes. I'm like, Portia! Portia, why? Oh. (sighs) Kenya would have done it. Um... <laughs> I was like speaking of Kenya, and then Ken. I fought Kenya Michaels, and then I fought another. Sh- then I fought another short firecracker, and I remembered Mercedes Iman Diamond was shouted out in this episode. Uh-huh. I fucking love that. Good old Mercedes. Her entrance line was iconic. I still mm-hmm. remember Vanessa just behind um, those dividers, being like, "Oh yeah, yeah, what the fuck is going on?" Uh, what the fuck is going on subs have a lot of things. Yeah. Especially when it comes to Vanessa Vangie Mateo. Mm. I still haven't watched her dating show. I kind of want to because it seems so chaotic. You think Brooklyn is just sitting home crying or... Like, <laughs> I think Brooklyn was a guest on the dating show. She's like, well... To help her like pick guys for her. I'm free. Now let's see how long you have to suffer. Because mm. <laughs> honestly, if eight... <laughs> No, 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 I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. In general, half of the time when you open your mouth, you should tell yourself I'm not going to say that first. But then I'd never speak to you. (laughs) It would hurt, but I think it would be for the best of the world. No. It's Canada versus the world, not my brain. (laughs) Well, at this point, it's Rita Baga versus the world. I hope the world wins. Um... (laughs) The world kicked her ass. (laughs) The world said it's enough. <laughs> enough is enough is enough. We can't go on. We can't go on. It was Rita back against the world and everybody lost. It was Rita back against the world and we had the ending of Neon Genesis Evangelion. Uh, all jokes aside, Rita Baga Ima- is a great queen, but it's just... Imagine mm-hmm. like that ending, but it's Rita Baga's head in this ugly wig just floating in there with mm. a pussy on her forehead. Sister, you just want to go to the runway. Honestly, because here's the thing. I think they actually did try. But the problem is that even when you have trained actors, when the material isn't good and it's just, it just doesn't work. That's the material the is bad material. and the design of the challenge itself like, is bad. This is not, this is no Daytona wins. Mm-hmm. Which was, even with the fart sounds, was legitimately funny. Mm-hmm. That was the one time in Drag Race history that fart jokes worked. Yeah. Although I do want a fartless cut. Seal the Hasn't someone made that? I feel like that went viral on Twitter. Seal that fart. This was... I can't even say, like, that the girls fucked it up. I I think it was already fucked up at Inception. The girls did okay. The girls did what they... Yeah, exactly. With the material that they had prepared, they did the best they goddamn well could. Unfortunately, you could have been... Viola Davis, Meryl Streep, up in this bitch, and you still wouldn't have been able to pull off any quality work here. Yeah. I think I think there were some queens who did better than the others. I think Victoria did okay, especially like the Dolphin stuff. Like, hey, she, she had a fun little thing. Then yeah. she so overdid it through the rest of the episode. Um, Rita was okay. I don't think Vanity was anywhere near as bad as they're making her out to be. I'm sorry, uh, apart from, like, 
Rita and Victoria, who were just okay. The other three were... Eh. Yeah. The only really funny part was, was how ridiculous it fucking was that Silky Stunt Double was a thin-ass bitch just flipping yep. everywhere. That, w- that was, like, funny. And Silky knew it. Unfortunately, here's the thing. Because Silky told us about this, like, oh, this is how it'll be funny beforehand. It would have been way funnier if we had not. uh... It lost that element of like, oh, my God. Because that would have given like two like B movie. Like that would have been a great reference if it had just happened without us knowing in advance. Don't tell us. Keep us in suspense, especially when it comes to these things. I'm just like, I'm sorry. You literally ruined possibly the best surprise of this uh, fake ass movie. You know why they had to do it like that, though? Because the format of a regular episode doesn't allow to then do a flashback after that shows that she came up with it. And because they don't have Untucked for the season, they can't put it into the Untucked. So they had to show us that Silky specifically came up with that idea. And the only way to do it in the traditional Drag Race format was chronological, because that's how they edit these. If this, if was... this had an Untucked, or if they had just, when she was on stage, if Brooklyn had just asked, Silky, was that on purpose? Did you come up with that? This was legitimately bad. I'm so sorry. This was legitimately bad. Like, with full respect to all of these queens, I'm not going to shit on any of them. Oh, I'm going to shit on them for the for the runway. Don't worry. This was <laughs> bad because the material was bad. They were really given... Who who wrote this? They were given, like, the worst of the worst. Who wrote this? I'm you know sorry. they can't afford writers because writers are union. Did RuPaul write this? Because this honestly has... The... Tyler Perry would have done a better job. What the fuck is this? And Tyler Perry would have cast a lot of really attractive people. <laughs> oh, so you're calling them ugly? No, I'm just saying Tyler wow. Perry shows have impossibly hot casts. Andre just called the cast, the remaining cast of Canada versus the world, ugly. Excuse okay, me, this, this is a cast with Raja in it? Uh, let's not. That you just called ugly. Oh, no, Raja, just... Raja O'Hara, please know that it was Jigglypuff Dad TV <laughs> that called you ugly and not C-Free NRIC. <laughs> please direct your followers towards to attack Jigglypuff Dad TV for his awful slanderous opinion. But please do it while I'm live on Twitch. I really need the viewers. <laughs> <laughs> because I stream once a month. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Send all of your sh- all your followers de- there. Give 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 him what he craves. Attention. Uh huh. I crave nothing more. I crave a good acting challenge. I think it was a waste of their talents because honestly, these bitches could probably turn it. It was this was a waste of really their talent. This this was this was bad. This was legitimate. I'm not I over how think incredibly this is the bad. Semi final. No, like. The quality of this, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a comparison here. I don't know um, the comp- the quality is this reminds me of um, Westworld. No, not even. I I hate to say this, but Westworld was funnier, and whew, that is low. Um, what was the what, the music video for season five? That's a, it's the same quality. Was that the one in the car? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it the realness? I don't even remember. No, realness was eight. Mm. It was something. This is the beginning. Sissy, that death drop. I don't know. No, sissy, oh. that walk was six. Mm-hmm. Um, like not oh, even right, the... that because they made the parody of that later, and mm-hmm. not even the courtroom scene. 
the car music video. That's the, it's the same quality as this. Oof. I I would sue whatever channel this is on, and to make sure that this was scrubbed so that it could never be used twenty years later in a roast against. You them. hear that, Crave? We're coming for you. This, I'm sorry. Anyone that says, "Oh, I felt good about this," you are lying to yourself. I mean, you can feel good about your performance in it, like no. comparatively. No, no. You you can be no. proud of having done like the best with what you. Yeah, could. but that's like being that's like being proud of releasing Anthrax in an orphanage. No, and you. You, if you were going to to go for the biggest natural disasters, you could have just gone there. It's like being proud of releasing Witness and being Katy Perry. It's like releasing glitter and thinking you did a good job. <laughs> oh, no. oh my god! I'll never get over that uh, that shot of the of the burning twin towers, and then it pans down to the poster for glitter. I swear to God, I'm not insane. That um, was that was on the official Wikipedia page for the Glitter album for a I while. I hate that so much. <laughs> like for years. That wasn't just on there for like a day. It was on there maybe, for years. Maybe, maybe the pilots had a vision of... Um, maybe, maybe the hijackers had a vision of this and decided it's time to end it. Because this was bad. Anyway. The very point of Tonecast, where we joke about 9-11. An actual, awful, horrible... Re- disgusting tragedy that claimed so many lives but also led to the consequence of so many more innocent lives being claimed in acts of war that is a very important part because three thousand people who should not have died died that day but nine hundred thousand people died as a direct result of america's retaliation and those were also leading to 99.9 attitudes and xenophobia yes all of that so yes it was tragic but the reaction of American society and politics was more disgusting. But we are not a political podcast. We are um gay gay bum bum podcast. Babes the person is political. Category is political pussy. <laughs> and it's just Nancy Pelosi in crotchless panties. <laughs> why do you keep doing this to me? Honestly, to me news. personally, why do you victimize me? Torturing you is fun. Anyway, the the category for the like runway is the uh, why too gay. First of all, let's talk about the judges. Um, Trace and Melcher's tits have won this episode. Oh yeah, they are lifted up for the god. I'm sorry, I'm looking at her and I'm realizing our tits suck. Yeah, my tits are never just like up like that. No, my tits will never look this good. Mm. She also looks amazing in this green. Oh yeah. Um, I'm so sorry for the words that are about to come out of my mouth. Oh no! Also, oh no! I know who you're about to first after, because he's showing like four chest hairs and he has like he's showing mesh on. He's, he's showing pecs and chest hairs, and I swear to God, like I just know that the dirty talk will be boring, yet he'll slam into me so good that I won't mind. I. I cannot believe that in the year of our Lord, 2022, almost 2023, I am firsting over Brad Drywall Goreski. See, I would have clipped this and tagged him, but then you were mean to him in the same sentence, so I won't. I'm just what, I'm, <laughs> I'm just looking at this man, and I'm thinking, 
I know his piss tastes good. I just know it. Mm. Now I can clip that out of context and tag him. It probably tastes like Tropicana. Girl, you oh. keep digging your hole deeper. We know he that can, hole is very deep, but you keep digging it deeper. He can dig into my hole as deep as he wants. Honestly, he can dig into my hole so deep, I'm going to call his dick a Chilean miner. Ooh. Anyway, let's go. Rita Bagger. No, who's the guest star? <laughs> oh, uh, some designer? Because he's hot. I don't even know. Because he's hot. There's something about him. He's hot. Like, mm-hmm. the way he... His, his smile and the hairline and the way he dresses. Yes, Daddy? Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry, everybody. I am so sorry. No, you're but not. Also, no, I'm not. Um, Brooklyn, what the... F- Honestly, Brooklyn looked... I know she's trying to go for that spy dominatrix feel, like the rest of them. But... I don't know if it's the lighting. I don't know it if it's has the to makeup. Be the lighting. It has to be the lighting on the makeup for some reason. Yeah, because honestly, she looks very um Dead. like she she looks like she, she looks like she was put in a kiln. She was glazed and put in a kiln. It's giving like one of those old like porcelain dolls, but the makeup is a little bad. It's giving autopsy. The autopsy of Jane Howe. <laughs> Brooklyn, yikes. Um, but yeah, let's just go to Y2K, which, you know, let, uh, are we ready? Oh, this category is a mess, and it sounded so exciting. But was... the reality is we're giving we're getting a bunch of Jujubees um, UK versus the world uh, ball look. I would like to say that neither Andre nor I say thing, say, will say the things that we are about to say with malicious intent but rather from a place of constructive criticism now that i've told that lie let's i was just about on. to say how are we going to be constructive <laughs> I wish- burn it all is not constructive i wish they would have constructed okay let's start with rita bagger and um she comes out in a box that in a um what are they called the uh hourglasses she comes out in an hourglass that says with- the future the, the, says the future says the is future. now uh, she's dressed in all pink. Does it say is now? Oh, is now on is back. on the back. Mm-hmm. And she has a clock on her head. She looks like a Teletubby. And then she has green balls. Her and drool is just splashing out. Literally. She puts the ball back in. I was like, she, mm. in the words of my boyfriend, she is gooning for dear life. Like, it's like Lee Bowery Teletubby, uh, turn of the millennium. And, um... I, I I see the concept, but the execution is just I such barely, a mess. I'm going to be honest, and I barely see the concept. And the concept is just it's the uh, it's the uh, it's New Year's Eve, 1999. I barely see the concept in this. I'm I think it's a specific reference to a New Year's Eve tradition in in Canada. Like, okay. you know how like New York has like that uh, the ball. Yeah, the ball dropping. I think they have something or with like the uh, with an hourglass. Sweden there. has the burning of the fucking goat. Yeah, so I I think I think she said something about. Do you know, this I lived next to, to that a... goat for two years. Good for that goat. Like that. That I've never even ad- heard about that goat until it's, now. It's it's called Yavlebokken. Yeah, it's basically a goat made of hay that is every year around Christmas and New Year's time is set on fire. I lived near that goat for two years, but because I always came back home to Stockholm during uh, uh, that time, I never saw it burn. And when I went back, it was gone because it had burned. 
That is how hay works, yes. Yeah, I cannot believe I missed them burning the shit out of... It's our burning, man. Burning goat. Burning goat festival. <sighs> Next up, Vanity Milan. I like elements of this a lot. I Here's the thing. I like the Missy Elliott element of I Can't Stand a Rain with the like, mm-hmm. billowing bar- part in the back. Because it truly reminds me of that... Um, PVC suit, uh, cat suit, bodysuit, jumpsuit. And it is an accurate Y2K reference because it's a reference to late 90s, early 2000s music videos. With like a little, bit of, a little bit of the little Kim hair, but mm-hmm. she also has a very like Darth Vader outfit. And I don't know what the yeah. fuck that headpiece is meant to be. Like, the cape is really fun. The cape is really fucking I fun. Really think... I don't see Club Kid at all in this, though. No, there is nothing club about this. If there's a club, the club needs to be closed down, foreclosed, shut down, bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I see no Club Kid. Maybe the boots, because they're like platforms, but then again, they would have to be like a lot higher. I, I, I will even go with like um, the headpiece. I think, honestly, the main outfit kind of drags it down, where she just looks like a really weird um, gamer mouse. You know what it's giving? Remember when the CW uh, network made like 17 superhero shows the same year and the outfits just started looking progressively cheaper? I cannot believe she's the entirety of Legends of Tomorrow. She is every character on Legends of Tomorrow. Like, this looks exactly like an outfit for like one of the lesser superheroes in in the CW universe, doesn't it? I mean, I'd like to be saved by Vanity. I mean, I'd let Vanity save me. I wish she could save me from this runway. Um, but next up, Victoria's uh, gone. Jesus Christ. Breaking the stage. <laughs> Coming out as the uh, Millennium Bug, Y2K Bug. And um, this is this is the funnest the look. This is She both has the funnest thing happen here. And this is, I think, the best look of the, uh, of the night. She breaks the stage. She's, she tries to, like, clamber on the stage like a tick would. And um, she... Breaks the side, the panel to the entrance, one of the side panels of the entrance. It's and then she just walks out and does it again. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Oh shit!" And like, "That's lunch. Let's roll." <gasps> and I... she comes back, and this time she doesn't fucking actually. I, I will. I'm gonna be fully honest. I hate this look so much. <gasps> Why? It's fun. I hate it. I understand I like it. the. It's here's cute. the thing. It's just a pun. I understand the concept. Did you like puns? Uh, I hate puns. Puns are the lowest form of humor. Um, That's why they go too. I understand. Because <laughs> you can reach them. Hey, I, I know how to bend over, bitch. <laughs> um, I honestly, while I understand the concept, I don't like the look itself because it turns me the fuck off. Not like sexually. I'm always sexual turned on by Victoria. This, aesthetically... Aesthetically turns me to fuck off. I don't think it's great. Oh my god. Does me does me saying that I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Victoria Scon. You're a lovely person, and I hope you and Silky have a wonderful civil partnership. Uh, I I don't think it's like an amazing look, but I think it is in many ways the strongest on the runway here because it has a it has a clear concept behind it. It's well executed, it's unique, it's fun, and it's very on brand for her. Sis, I don't think it's looked, a great look at all. Sis, but... she looks like if Jem from Gem and the Holograms mixed with Gruntilda from Banjo-Kazooie. I mean, you're not wrong. 
That face is giving Gruntilda, that hair is giving Geminda holograms, and that body is giving perfection. I mean, you're not wrong, but considering some of the other looks we're about to see... Um, like the one this coming after this? Yeah, because that is one of the worst looks I've ever seen that we're about to uh, walk into. Silky not McGanosh, and honestly, Silky, this is a fall from grace, considering the good looks you've had this season. What the fuck, mama? So she has on a bodysuit that looks that looks like the kind that ice skaters wear with like weird colorful patches, but they're like not sewn on right, and the new delusion is wrong and it doesn't fit her well. And then in one hand be. in one hand she has like a paper cutout of an eye, and in the other she has like a mouth with a tongue out of it, and then she has a wig that doesn't go with anything. And this you know, you might know truly be one of the worst of? looks ever. You know who she reminds me of now? I just got it. Oblina from Ah Real Monsters. See, I I'm not familiar with that. I'm begging you, take out your phone right now. Okay. Google Oblina Ah Real Monsters. Is that even Oblina or two O's? Um, O B L I L N A. Okay, Oblina Ah Real Monsters. Yep, yes, yes. Oblina kind of looks like she's from SMT. Yeah, but Oblina would Oblina is in Nickelodeon All Star World. Oblina would serve it if she had an Oblina look here. But yeah, this I'm sorry, Silky. You have been spectacular with a lot of your looks this season. This is not it. It's it's kind of giving Club Kid, but not like good Club Kids. No, it's sorry. I'm so sorry. This was sorry, I Silky. Don't, cause, yeah, like. Mm-mm. And and this like Silky has served really good looks like. Hell in the in the first two episodes, Jesus Christ, this mm-hmm. was a this was a downward spiral. Yeah. Next up, Raja O'Hara. Can somebody please explain to me what she's trying to be here? I think she's a hot Teletubby. That doesn't really tell me anything. Like, is she? It's, it's giving... not Club Kit. It's not. Yeah. Y- it's kind of Y two K, but it's more like sixties designer. Mama, it's giving me like a little bit of copper wire, a little bit of telephone wire, a little bit of Diva Prova Laguna. I wonder if this is a look that she repurposed from like another planned runway or something, because it do- it just does not feel on prompt at all. Does it look good on her? Absolutely. Orange looks so good on this woman. I mean, um, this is the thing, like this is not a bad look. Like it's not one of her great herself. looks, but it's not a bad look. It's just... I don't see how it relates to the challenge no, at hand at all. I have all. no idea what part of... She doesn't And it's say not it. good enough for us to look past that. She doesn't say it. I wish she would have said it. Everyone else says something about their looks when it comes to like, oh, this is the part of the Y2K. She just says she made it and it's like a Teletubby fashion couture. No, but not even... She keeps talking she, about couture. She doesn't say Teletubby fashion couture. Oh, someone the else judges say that? Says, oh, yeah. The judges say it. I'm sorry, that tells me nothing. I want to know what part of Y2K this is meant to be. It's it's not at all. Like it's lit- it looks like a bunch of like 60s designer pieces. Like it doesn't even look like it's from the right period to me. And it's not given Club Kid at all. Like the thing on her head, but that would need to be like a lot more exaggerated, a lot more colorful, different materials. And now. With the with the runway done, I'm sorry, there was not a single good look on this runway. No, this I think this honestly, was a really I, weak episode. I think honestly, Vanities and Rajas are like the, the, at the top. Yeah, 
Mm -hmm. And I'd say that Victoria is the best on hitting the prompt. And I know you don't like the look, but I think she's the best she's at hitting the She's also the best at hitting the stage. Regret. Yes, she is. She better be using that um, carpentry, those lesbian carpentry skills. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if lunch break was actually just her sitting like on stage fixing that. Yeah. Ha having like the Ikea in instructions there by like, I'm missing a screw. <laughs> mm. I'm missing many screws. I mean, they're all loose. Yeah. And the winner of this mini challenge, because we get to see the whole shebang, and oh my god, it's awful. The winners of this mini challenge, Rita Baga and Victoria Scone, which kind of makes sense, because out of the pure shit show, they were slightly less shit. They also need two actors. Like, it's it's that simple. Acting is attracting. Attracting is reacting. Reacting is turning this episode off. Whoever got Emre a rhyming dictionary for Christmas, I hate you. Nobody buys me Christmas gifts. I've been trying to get you to buy me a game for years. Excuse me? I literally got you one this year. <laughs> I'm not Miss Time Woman. <laughs> that was earlier this year. I'm not Big Ben. I'm Small Ben. Let's roll. <sighs> anyway, this entire... I'm so sorry. This it wasn't was, great. You know what? Uh, however, in the lip sync, Rita Baga does actually better than Victoria. I think this Rita did a better job performing. And I liked song. Rita's look. It was fun. Yeah, I honestly really did like like I'm sorry, this I like this look better than her. She looks um, like Emily in Paris. Yeah. Yeah. Nuclear winter Paris. <laughs> um she honestly this looks this look is better than um her runway look. Yeah, Victor way I Victoria actually looks kind of harder when she doesn't have those weird uh, spider arms. I think the spider arms are kind of the part that works about the outfit. But um, Victor Victoria, you know, Rita. I'm sorry, Rita conquered this lip sync. It wasn't yeah. like the. It wasn't exactly the best of the best top ten lip syncs of all time. But out of the two that did, she did the best. Mm -hmm. She or, was having fun. She was yeah, being stupid. Like she didn't really. Um, she didn't read all the great, but for Samantha, she did. When she dropped her glasses on Victoria's coochie. <laughs> Why? Well, girl with the heat <laughs> emanating from that pussy, it's going to start some fires up in this bitch. The glasses melted. The glasses Melchor. Um, Not this. Tracy Melchor and Tracy Melted. I'm, I'm sorry, I can't get over how gorgeous Tracy Melcher is in this episode, because Jesus Christ, that outfit, that hair, and those tits? Mm hmm Like, how are you going to serve and slay this hard? Damn. Damn. And I'm not even, like, I'm not even going to mention once again that I just want to be Brad Koreski's fleshlight with a pulse. We know. Good. <laughs> but I'd also like to be Eiffel Tower with him and the guest judge. We know. Good. Well, good for me. Uh, anyway, with the winner being Rita, she chooses Vanity to go home. And this was a foregone conclusion. There was no there was no scenario where Vanity was not the one going home, yeah. here, I think. Regardless I think, of who won the lip sync. I think Vanity Vanity had that um Roxy Andrews curse. Start out strong, get weaker as the episode goes on. Yeah, as and like at this point it was just not justifiable to to keep yeah. her here over so. It's I think. the it's the Roxy Andrews, Chi Chi Devane, God rest her soul. 
India Farah curse, except that India Farah is just a curse in general. Yeah, India Farah did everything that happened to her to herself. <laughs> yeah. But like in terms of performance, uh I think it if it was it's absolutely just, time to go. I mean Vanity had a win in the first week and I think she hasn't she's only been safe and bottom since, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like I'm so sorry, uh Miss Vanity. We're we're really glad to see her here, and yeah. I can't wait to see what else she has in store. I was hoping we'd see her in the finale, but it 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 makes sense. Like who would it's, you send it's home? fair. Who would you send home? No, no, that's the thing. Like it's fair for her to be sent home here. Yeah. Like in in like a fantasy scenario at the start of the season, I was hoping she'd make it to the finale. That's what I meant. Yeah, like she didn't. I I I personally don't think that her she was at uh, on par with the other girls. Yeah. So the final four, Rita. Victoria, Raja, and Silky. And also, in the preview for next week, Silky's workroom look has me. Girl, I was cackling. She looks like she's about to pick apples for Grandpapa up on the Swiss Alps or something. Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Something, something, lonely goat herd. Yodelay, yodelay, yahoo. But um, that's really what it looks like. It's... And we're getting a lip sync smackdown next episode. Oh my god, she looks like one of the trainers in Pokemon Scarlet Violet. <gasps> and yes, and they're always like, "Are you also from the school?" Meanwhile, they're like fifty or sixty years old. <gasps> There's so many like it's so confusing what kind of school it's supposed to be because they have like every age from like kindergarten to like sixty. It... But it's it's not like a university level program. <laughs> it's like it's like a pre K to it's a pre K to grave. Kind of education, I guess. I mean, we have Clavel Clive, so, you know, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. The best anyway, character. We are ready for next episode, which is the finale. If nothing else, this is a really good top four. Yeah. I can't believe that this season is almost over, and but I totally can. because It just you know, started literally, like, in the yeah. middle of last month. <laughs> and after this, we just have season 15 waiting for us. Yeah, on the 6th of January. Yes. And I'm so ready to celebrate the insurrection with some drag resurrection. I'm so ready for a season that will be dedicated to a very obvious winner who will either win or who will have everyone hate the show if she doesn't. So how how far do do we think Sasha Colby will go? I think if they don't have her at least go into the finale, people will actually riot. Like if they send her home... The amount of people who've literally, like, in comments and such, be like, if I saw um, Sasha Colby there, I'd just say thank <laughs> you and turn around and leave. Here's the thing. I think if she didn't make it to the finale, that... Us- I mean, usually, like, drag race, like, leakers and stuff, like, they are pretty respectful about keeping that information, like, in certain circles and not spoiling all over the world. But I think if Sasha Colby had left early during the season's recording, we would know because there would have been such an outcry. I am. I'm kind of. I haven't watched all of the Meet the Queens yet, but I am looking forward to. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, Sugar and Spice, the Da Vinci twins. Yes. Yes, having to <laughs> lip sync against each other. You know they're gonna engineer that probably by like episode three. And then it might be a double double uh, chantage just because they want to play them up for longer.
Yeah, we're going to see what kind of production shenanigans they come up with. I'm ready for what will probably be another 16-episode season with five non-elimination episodes. Hmm, less than expected. <laughs> but I think this was it for this episode of the Very Point of Tonecast, because at this point... Eh. Episode so bad, we talked about it for under 50 minutes. Yeah. Rock. That's... Congratulations to us. Uh, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Very Point of Tonecast, and we'd love for you to tune in next week as we recap the Canada Drag Race, Canada versus the World finale. Yes. And if Russia doesn't win, I will burn little America down. Yeah, slay and wig. Slay wig teasing his skinny snap says, work girl. Oh, <laughs> We need an ambulance. I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> That's how it represents in gay men. <laughs> Just like, why is he going ochre all the time? Oh, um, he's having an aneurysm. <laughs> it manifests differently in gay men. Welcome to the stage, aneurysm. <laughs> oh my god, that would be a great name. <gasps> I was just thinking earlier, a drag queen with like really obnoxious veneers should be called Blanche Chompers. Welcome to the stage, Colgate. <laughs> Drag king name, Colgate. <sighs> okay, that's enough for you for the day. Uh, How dare you? But it's true. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening, and we'd hope we hope to see you all next week for more shenanigans. Bye, Bye bitches. Colgate. Bye. Bye. Who's got a head?